it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. not on mornings it's evening and cc just yawned and as as we started to record this i yawned <laughs> yeah we'll see how this goes 10 30 here 8 30 there <laughs> both of our bedtimes well wait no yep <laughs> yours is 10 30 in the morning huh uh-huh. yeah. yeah except no. except life just got away from me last night and i went to bed at 3 a.m and i'm con- i don't even think i was doing anything i played like 10 rounds of yahtzee and I was like, how did Life- you come 3 a.m.? <laughs> Life just got away from you. You were playing Yahtzee. All right. Yep. <laughs> By myself. Oh, Against man. myself. On your phone or what? Oh, no. Like the board game. You were literally playing Yahtzee by yourself. Yeah. You're so cute. Because like I was working, like, I was working until like 1.30 a.m. Because obviously meetings, the way yeah. they work, you know. And then, yeah, I was like, well, I'm just going to relax a bit. <laughs> All I'm saying is the average person, when they're by themselves and needs to relax a bit, probably just puts on Netflix. But you play the Yahtzee by yourself. Like, literally <laughs> rolled the dice tangibly yes. in your hands, which is And, like, amazing. wrote down the numbers calculated. No, you did. Yes, I did. Okay, that's freaking cute. (laughs) Help me. It's like if I just pulled out shoots and ladders and was like, I'm just gonna play real quick by myself. (laughs) You love it enough that it doesn't. The more people are probably like, I don't understand. I don't understand her at all. Yeah, yeah. The more you just throw them through a loop. I know. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so today we're going through voicemails. I'm excited about that. There's a lot of good ones. We've been I've been saving them up um, for a podcast like this. But first, what is your heck yes? Um, my heck yes is I've been listening to um audiobooks, and the one I'm on right now is M is for Mama, and it's so good. And the heck yes about it is that I'm finally encouraged and on fire again with ways to better myself and grow as a mom. Um, because I hate feeling like I'm stagnant or like I've done all that I can. I know well, I you were drowning. So it's like, you can't get up. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, too. I, was, I was underwater. Um, <laughs> but then I also know that I've mentioned like, what else am I going to do? I do the dishes every day. I do the laundry every day. Like there's no way that you can do those better. Like, you know, yeah. but I don't think that's entirely true. Um, and I'm like super lit up again to like, just be, just do better. Um, cause this week's goal is creating boundaries for my phone and then like screens in general in our home, because I was really convicted today after reading about a study in 1990 that found that parents spend an average of six minutes daily in meaningful conversation with their kids. 1990. So tablets didn't exist. Social media didn't exist. And the average parent was spending six minutes daily 
with meaningful conversation with their kid. And I was like, I refuse. I refuse it to be in that statistic. <laughs> so I'm going to figure out what boundaries are going to look like for my phone specifically. Cause it's so hard when you work from your phone and everything's yeah. on your phone. And you also like your cookbook is on your phone and your grocery list is on your phone. So it's like really hard to not have it on you all the time. Right. But I'm determined to have more than six minutes of meaningful interaction with my kids a day. So <laughs> this is going to happen. Yeah. Like imagine when there was like a, like a landline, like if we yeah. just had a landline and they're still only spending six minutes. Right. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to know. No one do the math on my life yet. Let me just assume I'm doing at least six minutes <laughs> and I want to do more. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I heard something where it was like a children needs um like their age that's the like as amount of eye contact they need like oh, if wow. they're acting up like it's like yeah. just set aside two minutes to give like that come down to the level eye contact do what they right. want like see what they wa- want you to see like you know talk with them and then they will give you a break after because they like got your attention that Um, makes sense that's kind of a nice way to like gauge it too and the other thing Uh I read too was about how as far as screen time for like kids goes the you don't want it to be a part of your routine like oh we wake up and we turn on a show while mom makes breakfast like you don't want it to be a part of your routine you want to be able to use screen time when you're at the chiropractic office and you are getting your evaluation done. So you need your kid to sit still in a chair. That's Mm -hmm. when you pull out the screen kind of thing. So that's another thing we're working on because I mean, when you have a second kid and you're going through postpartum screens are inevitable, but then you start to get into a routine with them and they become habit. Where they expect it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a road I want to stay on. So Heck yeah, to be <laughs> to having things to work on, I think is what I'm trying to say. Um, because I yeah. I hate just being like <laughs> every day. <laughs> so lame. So <laughs> so lame. LOL. Uh, no, I'm so happy to see that. And like that's probably encouraging or a little bit of like a, I get you, but also wake up call to some of the mamas on here as well. Mm. Um, there's also a good audiobook that I read and it Tell was, me. uh, hold on. A mother's rule of life by Holly oh. Pierlot. Mm-hmm. I probably pronounced that wrong, but what I remember from it is like, she was Canadian, but she's Catholic. Um, and she just made like a lot of great points in it. Uh, I listened to it maybe a year and a half ago. But yeah, Mother's Rule of Life, it's on Audible. Um, okay. but it was really good. So I'm putting both of these on our pod graphic. So yes. you can see what that's like. Yes. Um, okay, well, my heck yes is, so it's Tuesday morning here. We have to record this podcast for you guys early in the week because tomorrow, Wednesday morning, I leave back for the States. Uh, so Patrick is deployed again. And, um, I'm hope people are like, well, until when I'm like, I don't really know, but I'm hoping to see him for Christmas. Uh, so pray we'll for see. that everyone, yeah. um, <laughs> get on your knees right now. Demanding. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I am stopping in California on my way back to Kentucky for some business. Um, yes. and I have no idea what that layover is going to, or not that layover, what that jet lag is going to look like. Cause literally <laughs> I land in Seattle. I'm going to have clothes in my carry on and change and do my makeup. And then my flight from Seattle to orange County. And oh then gosh. I go like right into meetings. I didn't even so, think about this. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to look like. Cause then I have meetings that's like Wednesday evening. So I leave here Wednesday, but I get there Wednesday evening because it's like 28 hours of travel, but I'm like 12 hours behind. It's oh weird. And then I work all day Thursday and Friday and then leave. Fr- I get back home in Kentucky at midnight Friday. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. So you're never going to, you're never going to sleep. You're never going to catch back up. No, I won't catch back up. You're just going to mm-hmm. go, go, go and then crash. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, I'm going to know what to expect. Like, <laughs> caffeine pills or something. To like, like, so yeah, I don't know, but like, it's like, you don't really have a choice. Like you just do it. You right. Know? Yeah. So which you're I good at. Yeah. I didn't want to go back to Kentucky and then go back to the West coast, even though I'm flying through it. I'm like, that's right. dumb. Yeah. So I'm, Oh, what, what I'm most excited about is number one, leaving and number two, <laughs> See you later, Japan. <laughs> leaving. I have, I like not leaving my friends here, but like leaving because There's like no point with Patrick being gone. Exactly. And it's just a constant reminder because I just hear like yep. jets flying and I'm like, well, you're surrounded by the military too. So it's just like, this is my life. But the reason that this is my life is not here. So this is <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. And then uh, I'm the minute I get to uh, Seattle. I'm going to see if they have a Chick-fil-A in the airport. And if not, um, cry and cry some. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll actually probably look after this. Cause I could see probably what terminal I'm going into mm-hmm. so Chick-fil-A. Totally. I need it. I need it now. I needed it yesterday. I needed it the day before and I'm going to need it tomorrow. So she's going to get about four chicken burgers or what do you call it? I don't get that. I always get the chicken nuggets. What do you get? What's your order? I usually get a sandwich, but um, I'm going to get nuggets for sure. Why the switch up? Um, Because I just want more chicken than bread. Okay. But I think I like their breakfast better. Oh, their chicken minis? Or no, it's not even. Yeah, they're good. But like, I would rather just have their biscuit sandwich or I would rather. That one's pretty good too. Okay. The thing that makes it good is their hash browns. Are you serious? Yes. You're telling me the chicken mini with the little bun that's got like a glaze, like a honey glaze on top of it, doesn't outstand the hash brown? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I dip that hash brown in Chick-fil-A sauce. I just, it's a medium to get more sauce in my mouth, but like a salty medium. So and she like, goes yeah, to Chick-fil-A fry. for breakfast for the sauce. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing. <laughs> Do it for the sauce. <laughs> Holy cow. Holy. You're throwing me through a loop tonight. I can't imagine what people that it. don't really know you are thinking <laughs> as they're listening to this. <laughs> they're like, she gets weirder and weirder the more she talks. 
<laughs> my brain just thinks differently. And Clearly. you act differently. No one I know is like, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A for breakfast so I can get hash browns so I can eat Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> Everyone's like chicken minis. Like that's a nationally known thing. <laughs> but their hash browns are just like this like puffy souffle, like crispy and like you just pop one they're like perfectly bite-sized they're always like really well formed like versus the um, hash browns at dunkin donuts are like kind of soggy and they kind of yeah, just like the microwave yeah. yeah but like these are just like, mm, like they are better than the mcdonald's cro- like a too. like a crispy like chomp like a crisp thin yeah, a little... yes yeah. and like like mcdonald's <laughs> are good but like you never know what you're gonna they're get not, they're not better though because the thing Chick-fil-A does is they break it, the hash brown up into a bunch of small pieces. Yes. So it's all, each piece is crispy. More crisp Whereas for your you buck. Get to the middle of the McDonald's one and it's like, I'm just eating potato. Yes. So yeah. much potato. Yeah. I could understand this. The chicken minis is still better than the hash brown. But... Wow. I always want there to be more hash browns when I finish that box. There's never mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh life. my gosh. Life, life. Um, okay. Heck no. Uh, my heck no is when people disregard your feelings, like when they, they claim that you couldn't be feeling that way, or you couldn't have experienced a certain feeling for whatever yeah. reason, they're just like, no, I know that you didn't experience that. Or I know that you like, it's not okay for you to feel that way. And it's like, no, <laughs> you, that's like one thing I've learned in like communicating with Avery is you can't tell the other person how they're feeling. And right. you can't disregard how they're feeling because how they're feeling is totally valid and honest. <laughs> you can't take that away. Yeah, like even if that. what they're feeling is ridiculous to you, yes. it, it doesn't mean they're lying that they're feeling that way. Right, exactly. Um, so that's just my heck no, because that's happened recently to me. And it's just like, that's a bummer. <laughs> or when it's like, cause I've had this happen before where it's like, you're being sympathetic. And so mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I've been there like this, like I am validating your feelings and they're like, but you haven't. And you're like, right. And it's like, cool. okay, you're, you're right. You've lived my life 10 times more often than I have. Correct. <laughs> you live my life every day of the week and twice on Tuesdays. So yes. Thank so. you. You are correct. I could not have experienced that and nor did I feel that way. So, <laughs> yep. Good, That's my good. heck no. So That's my, heck no. Um, That's my heck, heck no. My heck no is wrapping up this house and so random, but so yeah, we had this um, hole in our roof. Well, in oh. our, we have this hole in our kitchen on the first floor and it looks like we tried to build a sunroof or something <laughs> like that's what it looks like wow. but they there was like a leak or something from the tub upstairs even though we've never used that tub in our life and anyways they were supposed to do construction on it well they came back and they're like it's actually gonna be five days of construction um and I was like well you have like a house key don't you maintenance people don't you have a mega key right. for everything I was like just pop on in when I'm gone <laughs> Like, I don't want to hear it. So they have to like break down a wall or something. I'm like, I don't know. This is sounding really similar to New Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) This sounds like base housing. Yeah. And uh that they make you pay for. Uh Uh-huh. That they take all your money for no matter the rank. Yep. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh... communism looks really good, Dustin. (laughs) 
No, literally, literally. But anyways, so I have to like really clean up the house because number one, it's going to be left. And number two, there's going to be workers in this house and it gets like very humid. So I'm like, have to set up the dehumidifiers again. And like, I bought these like little dehumidifier things that go in every room and like you have to zip like zip package seal all your clothes so that they don't get mold in it and like so that's today um oh that's exciting looking everything yeah oh, so wow. that's like annoying um and it's harder when you have to do it by yourself but gotta saran wrap your clothes I guess I'm getting ready for when I have a, a summer home <laughs> this is what you have to do <laughs> I love your optimism whenever I have a summer home or <laughs> a snowbird home I'll have to do this and I'll be ready I'll know what it's like to have two homes I'm just prepping for my summer home that's all this is (laughs) that's that's optimism at its peak that's That's healthy prepping for that yacht life yeah no I'm kidding (laughs) that's good (laughs) Patrick and I always said we would love a boat but we never want to buy a boat we just want friends with the boat that was great about california yeah <laughs> shout out patrick oh yeah Not CC's patrick patrick dwyer, dwyer. You know who you are. his boat was the best sailboat oh yeah. my gosh it was so fun we went out on it like three different times and at one point it was like nighttime and there were dolphins and you're like this is not real this is literal or seals maybe it was seals probably seals but either way I never had that experience in California. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. I hate to like go backwards on my heck no, but your experience in California does not get to count for all of California because it, it, there's a lot to offer. You were in LA. It's really sketchy where you lived. I agree. I went and saw it, (laughs) but it was very sketchy. I would never (laughs) recommend that ever. (laughs) Don't recommend. Mm -mm. But there's a lot more to offer in California, even if it's going up in flames these days. Yep. Literally and figuratively. So (laughs) inside and out. Um, Okay. So before we jump in to voicemails, we have a new sponsor, Everything Catholic. Um, They're awesome. They're a new company, Mm -hmm. Uh, brand new, but pretty much new. Yeah, like their whole thing is that they help Catholics find quality, beautiful gifts to help them and not even gifts, just like home goods, kids, toys, books um, to help them live their lives more fully as Catholics. Um, And sometimes it can be hard to like sort through stuff and find good stuff online. So what they did is they just brought all beautiful things into one place. You're not starting through 85 pages of stuff that you might not like. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we love them. We were just checking out their website this week because it just launched. Yeah. And Meg, what did we find that we were like gushing over? Well, two different holy water fonts, but yes. just holy water fonts in general, they have one that's got the holy family on it. And like oh. Joseph, Mary, and Jesus are all like face-to-face cheek-to-cheek and it's just so cute and I need it in my home next to my door I already have a holy water font but maybe I'll put one in the back door maybe when you're going out to mow the grass you just do a little father son holy spirit (laughs) thing I don't know I don't have one and I've been (gasps) meaning to get one because right you haven't seen my house but right by my front door there's like a perfect spot for it there's always Um, a perfect spot by the front door I do not everyone everyone that's catholic should have a holy water font by their door yes and yeah, this Holy Family one, and it's like has, it's actually pretty big. It's like a little bigger than a light switch, um, 
-hmm. but it's like a really great size and it has this like tan cream tone to it it's neutral yeah (laughs) it's I've actually never seen anything like this me neither it caught my eye when I was scrolling on their website yeah and then like I want that and then there's one that it's our lady of lords holy water and has the perfect Marian blue and honestly that would match my living room I was gonna say that is your your aesthetic yeah um and I love it because it has like this chalky blue with just like the or I'm sorry, the chalky white and then just mm-hmm. like a blue background. And we're going to Lords, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Bring your so, Lord's water back, put it in your holy water font, be the most seriously, you've ever been in your life. <laughs> I'm going to bring water bottles to Lords. I wonder if you can take the water. I assume. I figure you can. Yeah. Bring water bottles and fill them up. And then we'll bring find them out. Back to- yeah we'll find out either way beyond the french news (laughs) stealing water stealing lord's water (laughs) shocker um but check them out like you guys have to see these fonts we're talking about uh and you can go to www.everythingcatholic.com and use HEC, all caps, H-E-C-K, for 15% off your entire purchase. No minimums, no exclusions. Super generous. I'll put everything in the show notes. Um, but check out Everything Catholic. And it's just a beautiful place that already found all the, the good quality Catholic gifts. Yes. And if you're anything like me, you've already started to write down your Christmas gifts and people you need to get Christmas gifts for. So this is perfect because you can support Catholic business and get a discount and get at the head of the game and find everything you need in one spot. So, or give people your ideas of what you want and then Mm -hmm. give them them that little coupon code. So they want to buy it for you even more. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. selfish. <laughs> you sly girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. Smart. You're thinking ahead. Uh <laughs> you say it's March? Okay. Oh, it's smart. I said smart. Oh. It is not is March. You're being generous. You're giving them a coupon code. You're basically yeah. handing them money to buy you a gift. If anything, I mean, you're saving them money by them buying you things. <laughs> tell that to yourself yes. just like you're telling yourself you're practicing for your summer home the same yeah. logical <laughs> concept <laughs> today that's the only thing I'm going to be telling myself I'm going to be like cleaning everything just practicing for my summer home yeah just, just put on your music and just act like you're already in your summer home mm-hmm. which technically this is my winter home but Cause I'm, I'll be here like, oh yeah, June, the beginning of every year, which is like. But winter. you were also here during summer. One month. Well, for for the meantime, just tell yourself it's your summer. <laughs> <laughs> true. Sorry. <laughs> so many complications. Alrighty. All right. Voicemails. Okay. So following up on hash browns, I feel like it's only appropriate to play this voicemail uh especially appropriate due to the last podcast so please don't hate me after this voicemail oh no okay so i had a what in the dang heck moment from listening to the podcast i am five weeks pregnant after through two years and five months of infertility so praise god for that for his grace and mercy um but this nausea thing has started to kick in and just on the very day that I was listening to the last episode, 
where CC shared that about the corned beef thing, and the second corned beef came out of her mouth, I was like, no, 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 stop. And then he went on to explain that it was out of a can or something. And I was like, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, anyway, so I'm sitting out in front of Hobby Lodge, sucking on my ginger shoes, risking it all, um, because I thought you guys would think that was funny. Love the pod. Thanks. Bye. Risking it all. Daisy, I'm telling you, corned beef is never someone, a good idea. Someone back me up on this. Like, if you eat corned beef hash, call in, back me up. It's crispy goodness. No, I asked an entire living room of Marines if they'd ever had corned beef hash. And the only one that said they had said it, they'd had it in some sort of like, not an MRE. He used a different word, but he was like, it's so good. And I was like, you literally just told me it was essentially an MRE, which means a packaged food for when you're deployed, like yeah. in the war zone. It would probably like want last through a new, like corned beef hash would last through a nuclear war. <laughs> so, so you're preparing for your summer home and you're also simultaneously getting your palate prepared for a nuclear okay, war. This is here's good. the thing. How did Patrick and I both grow up eating it? I don't know. I don't know. God riddle me that, that Megan. I mean, riddle maybe, me that. Maybe soulmates are real. I don't know. But- I'm about to go get a ginger chew and I'm not pregnant. Just thinking about corned beef hash is nasty. I'm just saying it's like a dollar seventy at the store, whole can. Wow. And I sent Megan, son of a gun. I yeah. know. I sent Megan photos of it pre-cooked and post-cooked. And just try it. All you have to do is you literally called food. it dog food, but better. It looks like dog food. That is not appetizing. <laughs> I don't know what you do in your free time, but I'm never, ever like, oh, let me just, I'm really craving dog food right now. <laughs> it's wet dog food, so it's quality. Oh, oh my gosh. We need to play the next voicemail. I need a distraction. Someone please call in and back me up, please. Uh, I'm about to go and make corned beef hash after this because I need to finish that can because it's sitting in the fridge. So, oh, <laughs> what? That's like it's literally hash browns and meat already together, corned. I don't know what corned what is, is but cor- yeah, we don't know what the corned is. It's I like just, you know how like cucumbers are like pickled. I saw somewhere I can't remember where I saw it, but someone was like, cucumber or pickles are just baptized cucumbers. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually really clever. <laughs> and like this corned beef hash just happens to be corned kind of like it was baptized and no don't corned and canned no. corned and canned ah <laughs> uh. okay so this one is just a really great question and i feel like we could have some good feedback for her and probably other girls have been in this situation too i'm intrigued hey ladies i was just hoping to get um y'all's advice on something um so this is my question how do i know if i like a guy or if i just like that he likes me um this is a problem i run into all the time because not all the time but you know when a guy seems very interested in me sometimes i have a hard time telling if i'm interested in him or if i just enjoy the fact that he's interested in me 
But where I get hung up is the fact that I'm supposed to like the way he's pursuing me. Like, that's supposed to be attractive. And so it's okay if I do like that he likes me, but how do I know the difference? I would love um, to get your insight on that and hear what you think. Thanks, ladies. Mm. She makes a good point, too, that she's supposed to like the way that he's, she's supposed to find the pursuit attractive. So that makes a good point. I will say the one thing my mom told me, because I went back and forth on whether or not I like liked Avery. (laughs) The one thing she told me was, if you miss him, you need to tell him. And if you miss him when he leaves and when you like don't get to see each other for a while, then that's, I would take that as a sign of like, you, you really do like him because you could get anybody's attention for at any point anywhere near you. But if you miss him, then there's something there. However, I had this problem a lot in college too, which I'm assuming she's talking, the way she talked made me feel like she was either in high school or college. Cause it sounds like mm-hmm. that interaction with girls and guys happens often with her. So I would like to hear your thoughts, please. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably around a lot of guys often. Mm-hmm. So, um, that makes sense what you're saying about college. Um, unless she's just a social butterfly and True. just a Good really, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're a catch. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think, well, the question is like, would you like them if they didn't like you? Mm. Like, would you That's be, a good point. you know, like, are yeah. you like who they are on paper doesn't change whether they like you or they don't like you. So like having that, and I, I hesitant to say, like, do you have a list of qualities? Because there's so many times where you end up with someone outside of that list, but there's still like main. That's, yeah. There's still like main standards that you hold by. Like, do you want him to be Catholic? Do you want him to be politically right? Like conservative? Do you want him to have a job? Do you want him to like have this hobby or be interested in this? So there's still those things that I think don't really don't shift that much. Um, where you should know, like, is that a standard that of a guy you would even like, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because otherwise it's like his pursuit is skewing your mind, but mm-hmm. also like, what's the harm in feeling like you like someone because they like you, the harm is that you go on a few dates and then you figure out you don't like them. True. That's a good That's point. That's what dating is. Yeah. You know, like, it's not good like. Point oh, they like me. Okay. I like, I think I like them. Great. Now we're boyfriend, girlfriend. No, like that's the whole point of dating is like, you don't need to know, you don't need to have it sorted out. And that's why you go on three dates. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the one thing when I thought back to my college experience, as I was listening to this was, I mean, we all like attention. We all like being pursued, but I could tell very clearly that I only liked them for the attention they were giving me because I could never I could never imagine myself marrying them. A lot of times the people, the guys I was getting consistent attention from or guys that I was good friends with. So I knew them enough to know whether or not I would date them. Does that make sense? And so I would like, we would hang out enough and it was flirty. I guarantee it. And so I liked it naturally, but I knew, no, this is, they're missing X, Y, Z qualities. Like you were saying, 
And I could never see myself marrying them. I could never see them becoming a father. I could never, you know, yep. like I just couldn't, I couldn't see myself in partnership with them in that way. So I passed I the know. current, like, can you see them past the current moment? Right. Um, exactly. That's exactly. a good point. Because also it's like, do you like them enough to kiss them or do you like them enough to bring them home? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a different thing in college too. Yep. True. Mm, yeah. This is a good talk. This is a good like calling. Yeah. To like show up to a party together or do you like yeah. them enough to like go to mass together? Oof. Okay. Talking to my ex and Avery. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Do you like them enough to sit next to them at a party or do you like them enough where like being at dinner together by yourself wouldn't be awkward? Because there's certain guys right. that I think of, I'm like, actually yeah like I thought I liked them but I liked just being around them when it was like a group of us a social thing because it was cool or yeah. they were like with their bros and so it was fun or whatever yeah it was like cute and like yeah. cute and flirty you know mm-hmm. like no depth of anything um, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good question though I'm sure other people I didn't think I related to this until you so we started talking you- yeah and then I was like actually yeah I, I understand this uh-huh yeah good, good and question. it yeah it's a really good question I will say it's really good too that she's like cautious of it and aware of it and like questioning it mm-hmm. totally okay here's this one and I was like whoa whoa all right here we go <laughs> Hi, this is Mary. I'm calling to, um, I guess, calling about a one-a-day moment. Um, I was just listening to the podcast where Cece was talking about how her priest on base is married and had kids, which is something that a lot of people have not heard of. But actually, I'm engaged to the son of a priest, which is really crazy. So heck yes to having your future father-in-law be a priest. Like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. So anyway, I think it's so cool, something that a lot of people haven't heard of. Um, lots of these priests and my future father-in-law specifically, they're a part of a special diocese called the personal ordinariate of the chair of St. Peter. So if you want to look it up, they have lots of cool information and it's a really awesome way that they um, preserve the Anglican and English patrimony within the Catholic church. And it's so awesome. It's been such a blessing in my life. Um, just like you guys. And I'm so grateful for the podcast and thank you so much for everything you do. And sorry for my previous messages. <laughs> Hopefully they weren't too cringy and uh, you can hear me <laughs> anyway. Have a good day. Bye. Whoa. Cool. <laughs> That's so weird. Her kids are gonna have a grandfather who's a priest. Yeah, so crazy. Also, like that's a new level of closeness going to confession. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wouldn't. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I don't think either. you should. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know what the line, what the boundary looks like. Right. Never ran into this problem before. <laughs> huh, never thought about that. Huh, that's so interesting. What did she say it was called? The the uh, chair of St. Peter or something. Okay. It's a special diocese, which I've heard of before. Um, it was longer than the chair of St. Peter. But right. yeah, it's pretty much like co- converted Anglicans to Catholicism that in a sense are their own diocese but I think they're still also under other dioceses I'm not sure yeah yeah, yeah. like I'm a little confused because like my priest is like full-blown Japanese and like just started learning English when he got assigned here so I don't know if like that 
diocese spans across the world but it is something that we'll have to look it up i should just ask him yeah yeah Yeah. wow what are the odds that one of our listeners (laughs) heard that and could call in and speak to that personally that's so wild to me yeah also like is he doing your math i assume he was because she said heck yes to it and it's such a blessing i think i just assumed but that's really cool yeah well you don't have to schedule baptisms for your future kids you already got it you already got it in the back (laughs) true wow wow i know i'm like still shocked i'm like i don't know (laughs) i'm like dumbfounded i know (laughs) because i'm just putting myself in that situation i'm like whoa whoa i know i don't even know yeah that's kind of clutch but also like i'm 24 like years of your life have never experienced that obviously and will never so <laughs> your father-in-law performs miracles he literally like is in persona christy yeah. on the altar that's crazy yeah mind blown every day he performs miracles well jesus does through him right anyways this is getting we're both we're just, just like, like staring, staring at each blankly. other <laughs> it is rare that we can be this dumbfounded for this long about something but this will do it <laughs> that did it that did it yep okay before we jump into some more voicemails uh hello so we've talked about them before and we're going to keep talking about them because I just love them so much, but it's an audio guided Catholic meditation, um, and prayer app. So I'm sure you've heard of like, or seen ads for calm or headspace. That's just like solely meditation, like quote unquote spiritual stuff, but this is for actual mm-hmm. prayer. Um, and there's just so many different, different, like different methods of contemplative prayer and meditation. And sometimes you just don't know where to start, or even if you've never really prayed the rosary before, there's great opportunities there. Or if you're like, I want to start listening to Catholic podcasts, but I don't know where to start. And all I do is listen to your guys's like, how do I get more theological stuff? There's great (laughs) options. There's great options on there to listen to, um, they're not podcasts, but they're like shows and you can listen to those. There's also great mental health stuff, uh, which is really, really awesome to see just focused on healing prayers and healthy habits. And Dr. Bob shoots and sister Miriam have a great nine session series on healing wounds. Uh, that's Mm -hmm. really, really great. So definitely check them out. Uh, Meg, what were you going to say? I was just going to say they have a whole section now too, where you can create a routine on the app, like a prayer routine and it like alerts you and tells you like, Hey, it's time now to do this prayer. So you can build an actual habit out of prayer in your day-to-day life, which is really cool. Notifications are so helpful, especially because we are already on our phone. (laughs) And it's different than setting your alarm and putting the label as pray rosary because it's like all right here on the app you click on it and it's like okay now it's gonna pray the rosary with me and tell me what mysteries we're on today or whatever so yeah yeah exactly um so definitely check it out you get a free three-month trial at hollow.com slash what in the dang heck uh super generous 
three months mm. free, share it with your friends, your family, go ahead and download it and let us know how you're liking it. But I'll put that yeah. link in the show notes for you guys to check out. All right. More voicemails. I always get so excited because Cece's the one that goes through all of them. So I never know what we're going to get. And all I'm prefaced with is the one-liner she'll say before the voicemail. <laughs> and I'm always just like, oh gosh, where's this going to go? <laughs> and some of these I like have been saving up. So it's uh, the only thing I have to go off of is like three words <laughs> that I labeled it as. So we're both shocked from time to time. Yes, honestly. Okay, you will like this one, Megan. Okay. Hi, Megan and Cecilia. I just finished listening to that um, one about what our husbands taught us. And I just wanted to say before I met my husband, I was all like, oh, my gosh, when I give birth, I'm going to have all the meds, like laughing gas, epidural, all that. I don't want to feel anything. Um, And the natural birth was really important to him. So... Um, about a year ago, I gave birth in a tub at a birth center, so things have really changed, and now I'm like the crazy natural birth lady, and I didn't even want to breastfeed before I wanted to bottle feed, and I've breastfed, so I am just very grateful for, to my husband for opening me up to that, to that whole different world. All right, thanks guys, bye. I love that he had an opinion on that before he was ever married. I never even heard about, I never even thought about that. Like have a man having, yeah. Uh Also, I want to know how that conversation went between them. Right. If she was just like, well, she probably did what us women do where we're like, oh yeah, whenever, like whenever you just like start talking about birth or something, you're like, oh yeah, 100%, like just drug me up. You know, like I said that in high school all the time, like, oh, I'm going to need all the drugs. Um, clearly that's not the route I went, but I guarantee you that was the conversation starter. And then all of a sudden he was like, actually, I'd really like it if we like talked about this more in depth (laughs) and you didn't do any of that, which some women would probably find like offensive or ridiculous for him to even have a say in because it's like, well, you're not birthing the baby. Like, who are you to tell me? But I think it's really cool because that is his children and that is his wife. Yeah. And there's a pro and a con to every single thing, including when it comes to birth and pregnancy and all that stuff. So it's cool that he like actually had an opinion about it. And it's cool too, that she's like, yeah, well now I'm the natural home birther, breastfeeder, crunchy mama. (laughs) And trusting that your husband has your best interest in mind. If that's what he feels is your best interest, then like you're trusting that. And that's really beautiful to see whether you agree with it or not. Right. Um, oh, wait, like it's, there's fruit I think that we've comes talked, from trusting your yeah, husband. Like, I think we talked about this before, but instead of like questioning everything your husband does, just being like, I, I'm already taking into account that he already thought through this. Yes. Yep. And so, that he, that this isn't some selfish thing from like, honestly, what does he have to gain Yeah. from it? Seriously. You know what I mean? specifically in this in this topic but that's so cool yeah it is really cool it's so funny yeah like part of me is like if you make it I'll take it but (laughs) (laughs) wait what do you mean if you if you make it like if whatever drug you make I'll take oh 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 oh. (laughs) if you make it I'll take it 
Listen, you've uh, asked if I will be there and I will not be yeah. there if that is your headspace going into this. <laughs> Just telling you now. It also depends. If I'm giving birth in Japan, that's different because they don't, giving birth natural here is not really a thing on this base. Well, I was just going to say it'll just end up being a free birth because your options aren't that great out there. No, it won't. (laughs) Come on. It won't, Megan. (laughs) Okay. This one, this one's a good question. Also, maybe. Yeah. There's like, you could, we could do a whole podcast on it, but we'll start with it. (laughs) Okay. Hey ladies, this is Anonymous and I was just calling to get your ladies' opinion on physical boundaries in dating. Um, I feel like there's a lot of Catholic talks that really talk about um, very like general ideas, which are super and ideals and things that are super helpful. But I don't feel like there's a lot of practical tips. So I'd love to know what you guys, what you two ladies did while you were dating and what you wish you would have done or, yeah, just what your thoughts are on all of that, more of the practical nitty gritty of it. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Well, <laughs> listen, don't jump the gun too soon. Um, I, so let me just say we were long distance. So we, it was, you guys were long, well, yeah. None we of neither saw of each us. other a lot though, you more did. than you guys did. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, boundaries were a lot more like what you were texting or talking about <laughs> over text and like photos that you would send to each other and things like that. Like, where's the line? So for us, it was like, if I remember correctly, it was like, no, well, no. That wasn't one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can start. Do you want me to start? And then photos, and I was like, no, I was in my sports bra a couple times. Okay, yep. I knew I was gonna marry him, guys. So just say that (laughs) soccer workout, like you do that in a sports bra. So this is true. Well, that still wasn't a reason for me to have sent him a photo of it, but it wasn't abnormal for me to be like where for me and my girlfriend to just be in a sports bra 50% of the time we were in college. So anyways, yeah. CC, I think you should take it away because I've clearly not done well with those or I don't remember them. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you have to, if either of your hands have to be below the waist and if you, either one of you have to be laying down to do whatever you're doing you probably Mm. shouldn't be doing it okay I'm understanding now so if the hands are below the waist or one of you is laying down you shouldn't be doing it yeah if you if those have to happen for you to be doing what you're doing yes you shouldn't be doing it got it didn't you guys also lay on the floor yeah if if you need to be on a bed yeah that was I mean honestly I think that's just the, the best boundary is never be on a bed together yeah. there's one time Patrick and I sat on the bed together and it was because we both needed to get work done on our laptops and he had roommates and they were downstairs in the main room they were having like people over yeah and so it was like where do we go yeah. um so we both sat on his bed 
but we made a point we're like okay you're sitting over there I'm sitting over here like nothing's happening we don't touch each other yeah that's really good um but like that was a point we made from the beginning and honestly okay so our second date the day that he asked me to be his girlfriend that evening Mm -hmm. he got me a hotel that night and he like brought me back to my hotel room before he went back to his best friend's house to sleep and because it was like a weekend date Mm -hmm. and he came into the hotel room obviously and I was like I sat on the bed and he was standing up and I was like just so you know I'll never sit on the I'll never be on the same bed as you and he was like yeah he was like okay and so he like sat on the chair but we ended up sitting on the ground for like hours talking yeah and that just continued throughout our whole relationship and that was the best boundary ever that's but yeah I think I think if you if clothes have to come off for you to do what you're trying to do or if you need to be on top of each other or you need to be on a bed or you need to be laying down Mm -hmm. for you guys to do what you're trying to do or if hands need to be below the waist then you that's probably where probably that is a boundary (laughs) yeah no agreed I think that was something Avery had never had a girlfriend and I had had I would say the most typical college relationship you could ever put yourself in (laughs) minus the sex um (laughs) and so we didn't have we didn't verbalize or make very good boundaries except for the fact that we both said absolutely not we will never have sex before marriage um yeah and neither one of us was like oh well because you want to it was just like no that's what we're doing neither of us are having it and we both feel strongly about that individually but I think you and Patrick did a much better job of listing out those boundaries that would help you prevent getting close to that boundary of Mm -hmm. sex. (laughs) Yeah, Um, totally. Avery and I did not like we, there were multiple times where we cuddled on the same bed together. There was, I mean, and it makes it so much harder too. you know, it, especially now that you're, well, now that you're married, but when you don't see each other, when you finally get to see each other, everything is heightened a hundred times more. And so the fact that we didn't have more structured boundaries sent us straight into failure every time we still never had sex but we failed on multiple things we were like well we should we probably shouldn't have done done that or that was a little too far and that sucks like you don't want to be in that position especially when one of you is catholic and has the graces and gift of confession and the other one does not because that sucks and it's not going to be perfect like it's nothing's going to be perfect you can always find a way no matter what boundaries are you can always find a way if you really want to but it's just like, do you actually want to? Right, right, exactly. And because you guys, well, you just, you guys just understood that there, it's natural and good to want the other, but it's even better to wait till marriage. And so you were able to set yourselves up for that. And not that we didn't, but we didn't have like that, the boundary of not being on the same bed together is the best boundary I've ever heard. And I tell everyone about it. <laughs> because you hear the whole don't be in a room together or don't be alone at night together because for some reason nighttime is just like we'll get lights off baby nighttime (laughs) will get you um don't be I mean yeah don't be in a room with doors closed together you've heard all of those but I'd never heard the one about not being on a bed together because people just you hang out in bedrooms, you sit on beds together, but every single time I've ever been on the same bed as Avery pre-marriage, I would say we 
either got close to a boundary or we crossed a boundary that should have been there and verbalized and it wasn't. So I think it's really good that they're calling and asking for actual tangible boundaries to put in place. Right. Well, and the also bad one's too, one of them. if you like one thing we found, like if we actually like wanted to get close to a boundary, like we had to go through effort to get there because it wasn't <laughs> convenient to sit on wood floor. True. Like true. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't. It ain't sexy to you, lay on a wood floor yeah, like, together. <laughs> you had to go through like multiple things. Like I had wood floor, he had carpet, but he had a dog, Ugh. and like, which means fur, <laughs> which means hair, right? Like yeah, no matter how yeah. much you vacuum, there's gonna be hair. So it's like either I lay on a hairy floor, or <laughs> I lay on a couch in his open room that has roommate, right? Right. Or right you know so yeah you had to like go through a lot of options or it's like okay Patrick's got a hotel by my house which he did at least once or twice a month every time Mm -hmm. and probably once a month because then I'll go down there but it's like okay great there's only beds in hotel rooms so either we sit on the floor of this hotel room or we don't (laughs) so (laughs) you can choose too well it helps too when you have someone who's as convicted as you so it's not someone else pushing the boundary and then the other person giving in you're both almost like motivated to not be the one that fails and like well I don't want to come off as like perfect because like there's always gonna be there's always gonna be stuff like I've never heard of anyone that's had a perfect day right Right. but even even with the boundary of for Avery and I even if our boundary was just not to have sex before we get married neither one of us were willing to let like we were both so set in that that it was like no I'm not going to be the one that messes that up yeah and so that's a very far down the road boundary you want to have like five more ahead of that (laughs) like yes yeah that can't be the only boundary right exactly totally I've had that with people and it's like doesn't go well because it's like there was nothing to prevent. Like you can convince yourself everything's okay, but the devil can convince you to convince yourself that everything's okay. Wait, say that again. Like you can convince yourself that any boundary isn't a boundary. Like if oh, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, this is okay. Like that's not act. That's not sex. It's like, yeah, you can convince yourself that it doesn't take away the truth from it. True so like you can let the devil if you have convinced yourself that something's okay but in your gut you know it's not know that that's the devil convincing you yep yep and if you're buying into anything the devil's convincing you of you're screwed turn around (laughs) Megan's like you're doomed there's no coming back from that (laughs) no (laughs) no confession is a necessity especially when you're in a relationship with someone I would say, especially, especially when you're in a relationship, someone that you know you're going to get married to, but especially right after you've been engaged and you're in that relationship. Totally. Confession is saving grace. Totally. Totally. So before we jump into one last voicemail here, we have Patreon. This is coming out. uh, Actually, this Patreon would have just happened because this will come out yeah. Patreon chat. So this will come out that Monday, but the day before Sunday, September 18th, we just had our, uh, hangout all about just transition through rough seasons of life. Um, 
and not that it's happened yet, but I'm sure it went well in the future. Well, (laughs) (laughs) well, I was going to say too, it's cool because this is our third one, right? Yeah. It's cool because the past two that we've had, I'm like starting to put name faces to names. Yes. Of listeners and being like, oh my gosh, you were here last week or last month. Like, Hey, Hey again. Seeing you. Yeah. 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 It's like a very personal video chat. Like I, I, these are my friends. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I think we're going to start like opening it up with like open the floor, like any heck yes, heck knows what in the dang heck yeah. moments. Um, and just have it more of like a consistent thing. So people can actually get to know each other mm-hmm. instead of us just like talking like a podcast. Um, yeah. but we do come with like content we haven't figured out what we're going to do this following month, but, um, let me get the date here that it will be. The so ninth? it will be October 16th. 9th. Cause the okay. second Sunday, that's right. Yeah. Nine. So our next hangout will be uh Sunday, October 9th. Um, and it's always at night. So it's seven 30 PM central, eight 30 PM Eastern five 30 PM Pacific. Uh, but we haven't come up with a topic yet, but if you, even if it's not about coming to the extra session we have every month, if you just have been listening to our podcast for years, or this has really benefited you, you in some way, we would love you to consider donating whatever amount. Um, but just go to our Patreon link and it's just a monthly donation that goes to us so that we can continue to put out this content on a free platform, like Apple, Spotify, Google play. Um, and so that we can continue to do this because this is something that we've been doing consistent for almost three years now. Yeah. It's almost three because it, it was born before Carrie was born. Yeah. Going on three years. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, we so appreciate you guys listening and it's just been like state, like stably building like our podcast listeners and our Patreon. And we're just so, so excited about it. So thank you to all the ladies who already support us and thank you to future supporters. Um, with that, one last voicemail before we sign Let's off. Let's do it. Hit me with the wild one. <laughs> wild, wild west. Hi, um, I am calling. This is totally random, but um, it was a what in the dang heck moment I had uh, with my mom and grandmother in Alabama. And I'm expecting baby number two. So we were just kind of talking about pregnancy and you know all that stuff. And they were saying that um, my grandmother is from a very small town where my mom grew up and, uh, like very small. And they were saying that, um, you know, like how people like announce so much earlier and I'm 14 weeks and still haven't like announced, but you know, I probably will around 20, which is kind of late. And they're like, Oh, that's so early. And I was like, well, what did like y'all do? (laughs) And my grandmother was saying that like, she didn't tell anyone but, like, her sister until, like, weeks before she delivered. And then only she, like, told, like, her her parents. And I was like, what? And my grandmother is five foot and weighs, like, 80 pounds. Like, I'm like, how? Like, you can't hide that. She's like, oh, yeah, you just wore, like, these huge, like, bags pretty much. And people just, like, suspected it because like, you would never say anything. And then my mom says that she had a third grade teacher that everyone just thought was pregnant because she wore the same two dresses every day that were like curtains on top of her body because she was pregnant. And then one day she just stopped coming to school with unannounced, like didn't tell anyone. And then the sub 
like never said like hi I'm so and so I'm taking over because your teacher had a bit like no one addressed anything and then like a month later someone came to school and was like I saw Miss so and so and she had a baby and everyone's shocked and I was just thinking that's so crazy and how everything has changed so much um or maybe it's felt like that in that town who knows anyway love the show yeah I um that'd be weird <laughs> that's gonna be me I was gonna say that would literally be something you would do you would try to do because <laughs> I don't think you can hide that for that long well like she said they don't really she said they don't really hide it they just don't talk about it don't talk about it which don't is ask, so don't tell. weird that's so weird though it's like there's a there's like an elephant in the room quite literally L- yeah literally there is there's another human joining us today I mean if pregnancy doesn't affect you at all in any way then cool maybe you have nothing to talk about <laughs> but as far as I know that's pretty uncommon <laughs> well around now and especially with like gender reveals and like well there's like multiple yeah. reveals there's three reveals right because it's like oh I'm pregnant oh here's the gender oh I had a baby here's the yeah. name yeah true we yeah we uh never did gender reveal parties or anything like that i'm not gonna find out the gender of anything good for you i was too antsy i wanted to know but i think it's really cool i mean i'm if we just keep having kids i'm sure eventually at some point maybe i'll be like hey let's let it surprise us who knows let it i just (laughs) i just like knowing but yeah no it makes sense it totally i just know it motivates people too when they don't know so when they're uh-huh. in labor, they're like, I just want to have this baby so I can figure out if it's a boy or a girl. Yes. <laughs> That's have it be like. a surprise. Yeah. Also on base, I've had three women tell me that they didn't want to know. And uh, the doctor told them anyway. What the heck, man? Yep. So. <laughs> Dude. Talk about raining on a parade. Yeah. That's they lame. were just like, oh, he. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> Oops, sorry, not really, because we just did it to the other girl right before you got here. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's wild and so weird that even the teacher is like, just pretends nothing happened. Like everything was so much more private, which there probably is something we can learn from that. Yep, agreed. I agree. Especially me. Being as, <laughs> as transparent as I always am. Yeah. People appreciate it though. They do, but it also bites me in the butt. So <laughs> pros and cons to everything. Like, I th- I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could do a whole pregnancy of like people knowing I'm pregnant and it being visibly obvious, but not talking about it, you right. know, but also maybe people don't need to know the details of my birth story. I don't know. <laughs> if you, so, so interesting. There was this one blogger that I followed and she lived in another country and so she like didn't see other people but she like hid her whole pregnancy and like had a baby and has like a nine-month-old baby and then it got out that she had a baby (laughs) no one knew for so she had she was pregnant for nine months and had the kid the kid was now nine months old and no one knew until then yeah wow yeah I mean like when I mean you tell you decide what gets out on social media that's true like live in a remote area yeah or even if you don't like 
what would people find out unless they knew me in personally you know what I mean like same 19,000 people don't live in Auburn right so ah, that's weird I don't know well guess as you never know (laughs) Cece's going she's ghosting everyone now going rogue (laughs) yeah I I mean we have a friend that kept her pregnancy secret yeah she just didn't post at all Mm -mm. and then just posted the hand one day yeah got a baby I think I'm I'm post happy so I don't know how I would do that but (laughs) (laughs) we don't even know like we haven't decided if we even want to show our kids faces that's that's a conversation a lot of people are having lately that's something I've started to think about and that's a conversation that I've been messaged about a lot lately I don't know it's hard it is it's because it's easier too but it also depends where you live it's easier too and part of me thinks just like my information is all out there already like with the amount of things that I do and the work that I do like it's just you could google it you could find it no matter what but who knows I don't know if I know like a big thing is like never sharing where your kids go to school don't yeah well never sharing specific locations not showing bath time photos like that kind of stuff is it but like even on shirts like if they go to a private school like never having that yep 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 so that's a big thing homeschool (laughs) (laughs) so then you go to the front of your house oh screwed (laughs) When you live on a military base, it's it's fine because they can't get on any barbed wire surrounding you. Yeah, yeah, and gate guards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) thanks for listening. (laughs) This is a weird episode. Oh wow! (laughs) And don't know how to. Apparently, we forgot how to sign off. But thank you for listening. Keep calling in with your what in the dang heck moments. Heck yes, heck knows. 312-775-2615. I love going through your voicemails. And we'll we'll talk to you next week. We'll see if Cece got her Chick-fil-A. We will be back. We will be back with <laughs> updates. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love ya. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.